0: On myself, Brainful, brain sleep. neurology brain love on me. Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey, hey guys, it's another Sunday night, and it is late. I admit it is late. I had drilled this weekend. I had drill. I go to Battle Assembly is what we call it now in Charlotte, North Carolina. And, And that was during the weekend. So check it out. We are in the new year. It is 2024. Thank you so much for following me into the new year on the podcast. I appreciate you. I am not going to keep you long tonight. Tonight's episode... I think is something that will really be helpful for you going into two thousand twenty four and dealing in so many uh and and so many avenues. this will help you not just in your personal life but as well as in other realms of your life tonight, I'm talking about liars. what does it mean to be a pathological liar and besides just defining what that means, I'm also talking about what does it mean to be a pathological liar, the different types of lies people tell you, how can you spot a liar? We all need this information, as well as how can lying affect your relationships, and how do you cope if you're in a relationship with someone who is a liar? Now, I know... Some of us don't think about this, especially the honest ones, you know. If you're an honest person, if you have integrity, you probably don't you probably don't think about this until you encounter a liar. It's so funny growing up Liar was profanity. Liar was considered a curse word in my household. My mother did not allow us to say the word liar or lying. Like I could never accuse my brothers of lying even when they were lying. You had to say fib. Oh, Tegel told a fib. Robert told a fib. You had to use the word fibbing or mistruth. You could not say liar. Liar was considered profanity. So many mental health professionals have not officially agreed on the definition of pathological lying. Um, We just know that pathological lying means it's a chronic thing. This person is chronically lying or basically always lying. It's a long-term situation. They excessively lie, it's a habit of lying. So one study describes pathological lying as telling five or more lies over a period of 24 hours every single day for longer than six months. Seems like they love using six months as the time point. So it's not a disorder, it's not a mental health disease, it's not a mental illness. So um, it's not like it's a diagnosis, but because it's a behavior, Oftentimes it falls under the space, or in the space, or under the umbrella of mental health stuff. The research on pathological lying is limited, so um, we don't really know exactly what it is. But like I said, we think it's someone who lies five times or more in 24 hours every day for 20, I'm sorry, for six months, so whoo, I am not a pathological liar. Um, I don't like to lie. And so, you know, none of us are Jesus. And so most people will tell some sort of lie um, in a 24 hour period or in a couple of days, most people will tell some sort of a lie. Pathological lying is a term that was actually coined by a psychiatrist, Antoine delbruck in 1891, created this term. He discovered that pathological liars tell lies that are clearly extreme to outsiders, but they're perceived by the pathological liars themselves as being within the realm of possibility. So, you know, people who tell lies and believe their own lies, I'm sure we've all heard that saying, that's a pathological liar. They believe their own lies and that's sickening. And I don't even wanna be around a person like that people who start to believe their own lies. He also noted that their stories or lies were different from ordinary lying, false memory or delusions. So there really is no, what we call gold standard definition for pathological lying. But we know some of the characteristics that they have or that they share in common, such as they tell overly excessive amounts of lies, oftentimes for no reason. You remember that kid growing up that would always lie for no reason, did not have a reason to lie, but they would lie. Their lies are dramatic, they're complicated, they're very detailed, and even sometimes they're fantastical. Their stories that they share with others tend to feature themselves as the hero, the savior, or they can be the victim because this is their way to achieve acceptance, admiration, or sympathy. Lying has caused dysfunction in their relationships, in their social relationships, and they're not even aware of how often they're lying to the point they may have lost touch with reality. Like I said, they believe their lies. So, we know there's different types of lies. In fact, research suggests that most people tell between 0 and 2 lies per day. I think I said 0 and 1, but so research states between 0 and 2 lies per day on average, most people tell a lie. You know that lie of um why you weren't on time for work or um what you were supposed to do but didn't do, so you might tell a truth about that. But those who lie more frequently may tell anywhere from five to 20 lies a day. I try to stay away from that. Cause I feel like, I don't know where I learned this growing up, but I don't know. It seems like maybe if we were perfect, we would live to age 200 or 300 or 400 like they used to back in the day of like Moses and these people. But when you sin, does a sin equate to losing a day off your life? You know, so if you're sinning, does that mean you lose a day? So if I tell two lies today, that's two days off of my life. So if I could have had 250 more years to live because I told two lies, that means two days drops off of that. When I was a kid, I used to think like that, but I don't think that has anything to do with it because there are some people who are some atrocious people in life and do some real messed up stuff. And they live a very long time, so I don't think it equates to that, not at all. Okay, okay guys, so let's think about this. Have you ever told a lie? (laughs) Ask yourself, have you ever lied? And you know, that was one of the first things my parents taught us growing up was never to tell a lie. And of course, lying is a sin. Most people have told a lie at some point in their life. Sometimes you may tell a white lie to spare someone's feelings. Other times you may tell a lie to prevent you from dealing with the consequences of sharing the truth. There are several different types of lies. Do you want to know what the different types of lies are? Will this help you? How will this help us in knowing the types of lies? There has been research and research has identified different types of lies. There are... Six Different Types of Lies So the six different types of lies are self-serving lies, altruistic lies, vindictive lies, lives of omission, prolific lies, and compulsive lies. So let's start with compulsive lies. These are lies that are similar to pathological lying but are told out of fear or anxiety rather than manipulation or deceit. So pathological liars are really trying to um, manipulate a situation, Um, they're being deceitful intentionally. Someone who compulsively lies, they lie out of fear or anxiety. A prolific liar is a lie you tell for an opportunity or some sort of benefit or gain. So Let's see, the other night I was watching Jeffrey Epstein, the Jeffrey Epstein, um, Filthy Rich on Netflix. And Jeffrey started out his career lying. He He did not finish college, but he went to go work for the Dalton School because he lied and said he had degrees, like several degrees. So he was a liar. He was what they call a prolific liar because he would lie to gain some sort of benefit. And this is how Jeffrey came to make so much money. He lied in the beginning to get into spaces, so he manipulated people with these lies. And you know, on this show, they call Jeffrey Epstein a narcissist. I beg to differ. He is not only a narcissist, but he is also a psychopath or was because he's he's deceased now. He was antisocial or at least had antisocial traits. This man could not follow the law, did not follow rules, uh just threw uh policies and 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 rules out the window because and they show going back to him being in college that he misrepresented information. When they found out, so he was working for the Dalton School and they recommended him for a job for, uh, I think it was an investment company of some sort. And that company did a background and found out that Jeffrey Epstein did not have a college degree. They pull him into the office and he manipulates the guy and tells him this whole tall, tall tale story as to why he did not tell the truth. And they believed him, he was so good at lying he would make people believe his own freaking lies so jeffrey um epstein had um he told prolific lies he told lies of omission these are lies that withhold parts of the truth he told vindictive lies lies that intentionally harm another person vindictive lies lies that intentionally harm another person So we know he was molesting and sexually abusing young girls, 14, 15, 16, 17 years old. He would bring them to his house and and lie and say he just wanted a massage. But really he was basically uh, disarming and disrobing them by making them give him this massage. So he was already naked on the table. And then at some point he would tell them to undress and then sexual acts would take place and then he would pay them so he told prolific lies lies of omission vindictive lies the last two lies are the altruistic lies and the self-serving lies altruistic lies are lies that benefit or spare the feelings of another person so if your husband says um do I look fat baby and you say no but he's fat as a hog then that's an altruistic lie self-serving lies lies you tell to avoid consequences you're late for work and this is your fifth time being late for work so you know you're going to get suspended so your self-serving lie is to say you were sick and that's why you were late to try to get out of the repercussions or the punishment for being late so that is a self-serving lie So now you guys know what the six different types of lies are. How do you spot a liar? Dun, 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 dun. How do you spot a liar? You can often tell if you're associating with a pathological liar based on how frequently they're feeding you lies, and if the lies seem dramatic or grandiose. I've been around several pathological liars, man. I've been around some vindictive liars. I've been around these different types of liars. And some of us have dated these different types of liars. Sometimes we date people and they lie when we're getting acquainted. So, some scientists have theorized that most people tend to show nonverbal signs of lying. And this is where it gets juicy because these nonverbal cues may indicate that someone is lying when you see them. So, think about that. What do you notice when someone is lying to you or when you're suspicious of them? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is, you know, oftentimes we have to go with our intuition, with our gut. But sometimes our intuition is just not accurate. So you can't always go by that. But someone who avoids looking at a person or making deliberate eye contact that lasts too long, that is a sign or a red flag for lying. Someone who's fidgeting or moving around when you're asking questions. Kids do this a lot. You know, it's easy to spot when your kid is lying to you. You never want your kid to get good at lying. You don't want them to get good at lying. And sometimes what happens, people get really defensive when they're lying. They get angry, they get upset. That's also sometimes how you can tell when a kid or a teenager or a young adult is lying to you. When someone has restless foot and leg movements, so they're sitting still, they're calm, and then you know something comes up and you're discussing it, then all of a sudden they change their behaviors. They, they appear restless. Um, They can't stop moving a certain body part, but this wasn't the case before you began to discuss whatever topic it is that's making this person present this way. Sometimes they have frequent body posture changes, so they're shifting in their seat a lot or they're moving around as they're standing. So once you start seeing like these changes in their behavior as you're watching and looking at them and having this conversation, that might suggest that they're not telling you the truth when they're vague and not answering questions. So listen, the common example that comes to mind is a guy who cheats or a chick who's cheating on her guy. something is going on you're asking questions and they can't give you details it may mean that they are not telling you the truth playing with their hair or pressing their fingers to their lips that is listed by experts as a sign that someone could be lying to you or giving you a mistruth so playing with their hair or pressing their fingers to their lips and Of course, someone who has a flushed appearance or they're sweaty or they're sweating a lot. That said, it's important to understand that each person may also display individualized signs to show that they're lying. So, AKA get to know your partner, your significant other, your husband or wife or your friend or whomever. Parents I know we know our kids so we can tell when our children are not telling us the truth. because people have individualized things that they do. And guess what the best way for you to tell when someone is lying? When you tell a lie, what do you do? So the next time you get ready to tell a mistruth, think about your body movements. How do you appear? How do you look when you tell a lie, uh, tell a lie? And I just said that so easily because Again, most of us tell between zero to two lies in a 24-hour period. None of us are Jesus. We all lie. Hopefully, if you're lying, most of your lies are altruistic lies, lies so that you don't hurt someone's feelings. Um, Hopefully, they are maybe it's a a lie of omission those seem to be kind of the the milder types of lies than those other ones such as the prolific lie or the vindictive lie so listen of course you guys know i'm a psychiatrist and i worked in the federal bureau prisons for nearly eight years and um i treated Inmates. That's what I did. And sometimes I do psychiatric assessments as well for people to determine if they're competent for a job um, or competent to keep a job that they may have. Um, I do different types of psychiatric assessments for different things. So and it's not always easy to recognize if someone is lying to you. When we're seeing patients, a patient may come in and try to tell a mistruth so they can get a certain or particular medication. Um, doctors have to kind of be on their uh, p's and q's to see, you know, if the patient is telling the truth or not. But of course, you're going to give the benefit of the doubt. But if something seems so egregious and so just out there, and they're telling you something. In order to gain something or get something sometimes people will lie because they want to take time off from work sometimes they uh, won't tell the truth because they want to try to get disability sometimes people will lie to get some xanax or some adderall it's not always easy to recognize when uh, when someone is lying to you in addition to trying to detect if someone is lying to you by their nonverbal actions, you also have to listen to what they're saying. Usually, there will be some sort of inconsistency in their story, or things may seem completely unbelievable. I think it's probably more the former, meaning there's inconsistencies. People who lie can't remember their lies, it's too much. And their stories may even conflict with factual information if you don't know for sure if someone is lying to you but you suspect that they may be you can always do a little bit of research so you can try to fact check i'm not going to get into why some people are pathological liars um but i'll just say that some scientists believe it's a symptom of a mental health or brain related issue um and they also speculate that it just has become habitual. It becomes a habit for someone and it becomes their way of life. And this is why they become liars. Some experts have theorized that pathological lying may be a result of trauma or low self esteem. And, um, you know, sometimes it also comes down to how you're raised and what is going on in your household. What they discovered is that the more a person lies, the easier it becomes to tell a lie. They also noted that self-interest seemed to fuel the dishonesty. So people were doing something for themselves or they're telling a the lie because of some sort of gain they wanna have. So it's because of some sort of self-fulfilling situation. Um, now, I'm gonna say this and I'm I'll, I'll wrap it up. Pathological lying can affect relationships. The relative, the friend, the romantic partner. Being with a pathological liar for whatever reason can be overwhelming and very confusing. You may feel like they are gaslighting you all the time. So, you know, you may have seen gaslighting on social media. You may know in your gut, and this is why I spoke a few moments ago about intuition. What is your gut telling you? What is your intuition telling you? You might know that they're telling you something that's not true. But some a lot of times, not sometimes, when people lie this way, even when they know they're caught, they keep pushing, 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 and they want to convince you that their lies are facts or that they're not lying. And that's what's so sick about it because they actually, some of these people believe their own lies, I believe, so that they may seem more believable to other people. So your relationships can suffer when someone is this type of liar, and this is difficult to deal with, as well as, you know, people want to validate their feelings. So pathological lying can severely damage a relationship. Um, It's not surprising that deception and lies can damage trust. Without trust, you don't really have a relationship, right? I think most people, if you ask them what's important in a relationship, they'll say trust, respect, and effective communication. I want to say those three things are the basics. They also found these researchers that pathological lies can create a great deal of conflict in the relationship. And of course it can. So it leads to distress for both parties, especially, especially the person who's on the receiving end of a lie. Now you may say, well, how do I cope with a pathological liar? My best friend is a pathological liar. I don't know how that person became your best friend if they're a pathological liar. And if you're In a relationship with a pathological liar, why did you allow it to go that far? Relationships with pathological liars can be very challenging, they're draining, and they are upsetting. Get out of that relationship because more than likely, it's not gonna change anytime soon. So if you're already in a relationship with a pathological liar and you don't think you can get out of it, you have to have some strategies in your toolbox. Here are some of the things you can do to deal with a pathological liar. Number one, don't let them hoodwink you. Believe in yourself and trust your reality. Sometimes it'll feel like you're being gaslit or gaslighted when you're in a relationship with someone who's a pathological liar. You may know what the truth is, but they are very convincing. So it makes you feel like you don't know what you're talking about. So try to check in with others to confirm what is fact and what is fiction. Number two, set boundaries with the person. Determine what you're willing to tolerate in the relationship. I remember I dated this guy and early on he lied to me, child, cut his ass off. He lied about something stupid. And I just knew then, like, okay, if you will lie about something this stupid, you'll lie about a whole lot of other shit because this doesn't even matter. So the fact that I caught you in this lie, and I actually caught him in two lies, and that's when I just had to say, you know what, we're just going to be friends. We can't do this. So I set boundaries early on. I set a boundary the first time he told the lie. And then he violated the boundary so i wasn't willing to tolerate a relationship with him because i knew because he lied so easily those two times that he would lie again and the two times that he lied to me they were kind of you know close in uh and timing so you got to communicate your boundaries which i did that and it's also vital to explain what steps you will take if they violate the boundary and i told him You know we'll just be friends if you lie again and he did it and i kept my word cut his ass off you got to encourage them to talk with a professional encourage them to go and see someone so they can get help you are not the mental health professional you alone will not be able to fix this pathological liar i promise you so often people just get it confused they think they can fix someone you can't, you're not trained to do it, nor is it advisable considering you're in a personal relationship with that person. So there's a lot of conflict of interest there. So I encourage them to go and see someone, tell them to speak to a mental health professional about their habitual lying, so they can step take steps to change their behaviors. Consider ending the relationship. I cannot say that enough times. Consider ending the relationship. Dealing with ongoing lying can be draining as I stated in the beginning. You have an obligation to yourself first. If your relationship with the person who pathologically lies is starting to negatively affect you, it's time for you to move on. Fire that person, get someone else. And the last recommendation or way to cope is to be kind to yourself be kind to yourself you have to decide what's best for you while you're maintaining the stressful relationship you have to do things such as practice mindfulness self-care maybe journaling will help you but be kind to yourself while you're going through the process so those are some of the things you can do to help you cope being a pathological liar can make it very difficult to have lasting relationships. So if you're the pathological liar and you're listening to this, please go and see someone. Go and help, go and get help so you can break this cycle and stop driving people crazy with all your lies. Go and see someone. You don't have to be a a liar, liar, pants on fire. You don't have to be a liar with your pants on fire. You can change i promise you if you want to change you can change you can change so all right guys that's all i have for you tonight told you it was going to be short and sweet i had drill this weekend i'm so sorry i'm late but i wanted to be here for you so Happy New Year again. It's 2024. I want everyone to win. Say brain love. It's the end of an episode. Thank you guys for joining me on my couch. It's been a pleasure. It's Dr. Delvina. Remember, every day you must have brain love.